0: Welcome to the Echo Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Lee Box. So, the last couple of months, we've been talking about um, health. So, last year, it started last year when Justin and I um, started, like, uh, became senior leaders. We shared our vision for the church, where we're going, the direction we're going, and we sh- laid a, a platform. As you can see, laid a platform of presence, health, influence. So, the vision of our of Echo Church is presence, health, influence. I would hope everyone in here that is a church member, if anyone was to say what's Echo Church about, you'd be able to say presence, health, influence. So since the start of last year, we actually hadn't talked about the topic of health until a couple of months ago we started. And um, we just felt the timing was right. We felt like the season was right. We need to hone in on health and do, you know, a a period of time on health, not talking about physical health, even though we prioritise and value physical health, but health on the inside. That we are healthy human beings, healthy people, Health. So over the last couple of months, we've had several speakers come and share and impart and bless us. For me, the start of that was definitely Seth Dale, mainly because I do miss a fair bit of church, aka with children or in children's ministry. Um, in terms of here. But the first Sunday I heard the message on health was when Seth shared. And he shared a lot. Well, my take on that sermon and go listen to the podcast was on anxiety and worry. And, And that, for me, was massive. And I was sitting, well, since we've rearranged the chairs, and if this is your first week of the rearrangement, be blessed. You're in for a great time. Just changing things up just allows things to happen. Um, but I was sitting somewhere and at that point of time we'd sold, we'd bought a house and hadn't sold our house. So you can imagine, if you know my personality, my worry levels were starting to increase. So I'm having to go to the bank to get, <laughs> actually to get finances and the other bank, aka mum and dad, to see how much they could help and having to sort out things um, because... I'm getting worried. So Seth's preaching, I just felt God just go, okay, my inside world, my health on the inside can't be dictated by my circumstance, but needs to be dictated by God's promises and what God says. So I love the songs, you know, songs that we sing, because it actually as I'm singing it, I'm having to believe it. I'm having to allow the words to not just come out of my mouth but hit my heart. And so I'm at the front of Seth and just God's speaking to me and, and just worry and anxiety are going away and I have not had a day of worry since that message. No worry. And I know that going forward, Seth didn't give this this tool. So this is a Lee tool. Going forward, anytime I have worry, you know what I can do? I go, no, I had breakthrough and worry back there, God. I had breakthrough. So I carry that breakthrough into today's moment of time and walk it out. So I'm going to premise it with this. If you're here struggling with worry or anxiety and you didn't hear that message, number one, listen to the message. Number two, ask someone who was there to impart what God did in your life to them. We're big in walking out under someone else's breakthrough. Why go through the hard time when we can piggyback off someone else? God's just so good like that. And then Justin's been speaking on honour. Poor, who's been challenged in those messages? Seeing people, seeing the gold in people, not the dirt. Honouring people for who they are, for who God created them to be, not for what they're currently manifesting, manif, manif, yeah, manifesting into my life. And I loved last weekend when Steve said we need to be gold diggers. When he lived in Nevada and they used to actually dig for dirt, uh, gold, he said no one ever talked about the dirt They only talked about the gold that they found, not the truckloads of dirt that they removed to get to the gold. We need to be gold diggers. And so in talking about Justin, in in being people that are healthy, is seeing people as healthy. Seeing people as who God created them to be. Then we had Peter Mattis come. And he just gave an incredible... Ministry and tool of reflective prayer. He called it reflective prayer of how we can actually take what's going on on the inside, good and bad, positive and negative, and actually process it with the Lord. And actually, so again, go listen to these podcasts. They've been phenomenal. But actually process it with the Lord. Go, okay, this is how I'm feeling in this moment. This is how I'm feeling. And so now I'm going to ask God, what is the truth? What is the truth in this? in the good sense and the negative sense. And then last week, Hem, with Steve Backland, my goodness, the practical, I love tools. Um, love practical advice I don't like hearing something and then sitting there going oh how do I actually apply it to my life like that's hard so I love practical hence why Peter practical love Seth uh, uh Steve last weekend said one thing that I thought was probably the one one of the best practical tools one of the best things you can use in your life and so for those that weren't there here it is if you don't have glistening hope over a situation what lie are you believing that's so practical Because if I'm going through making a decision in life or going through and doing something in life and I don't have hope in that, then what lie am I believing? Because my God is a God of hope, a God of faithfulness, a God of promise. And therefore, what is it that he has said? Because that's what drives my decision making. That's what drives me. So what lie am I believing? Am I believing he doesn't have the finances to come through so I can buy my house? Am I believing? What, what am I believing about God that's not true? And then what can I say about God to bring me hope in this situation? How good was that? So good. So this is my first time sharing on health. And thank you so much, Dad. Pastor Mike was meant to be preaching today. And uh, Justin on Wednesday morning said, I feel you need to preach after last night and I will get to Tuesday night. But it's my mic today. <laughs> and I haven't spoken on health. So I want to do Lee's one bit of practical tool giving advice on health. Is that all right? Galatians five twenty two twenty three. 23. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Here we go. Sorry. (sighs) If we weren't recording, I'd put the mic down too. If your life is not coming from a place of those attributes, you're missing out. So everything we do, it's a promise. The fruit of the Spirit is this. In me is this. My decision making, my words, my actions need to come from a platform of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It needs to come from that platform. Because that's a promise, that's a gift, that's what my life is. If you're not a Christian... uh, get there. Um, But if you are a Christian, this is the overflow of the Spirit in you. Meaning, if you do something that's not out of love, no, let's take a really easy example, (laughs) self-control. So let's just say there is a chocolate bar right here. Right here, chocolate bar. I have two options. Option number one, I have the choice of going, okay, through the Spirit is in me. Therefore, I have self-control. Therefore, I can say no to that chocolate bar. Option two is Lee really loves chocolate. She eats a lot of chocolate every day. She does need to learn self-control because it's in her. And I can choose to live into that self-control and walk out the fruit that's already in there because it's in there, self-control is in there. It's there, I can't say I can't not eat, I can't say I have to eat it, I've got no choice, no, I have a choice, it's in there, self-control is in there, but I can override the fruit that's in there and shove that chocolate bar down my throat. <laughs> Which happens way too often. <laughs> So then practically, if that is in there in governing our life, in stewarding our life and living out our life, no matter what's going on around us, are we displaying these things because they're in there? We can't say I'm not a patient person. No, it's in there. You are a patient person. You just need to activate it in your life and show it. Least practical tool, it's in there. If you don't know how to get there, then ask for help pray, God, I'm struggling with my self-control. The chocolate's winning, but you say I have it. It's in my life. Can you help me? Bella yesterday, so we hang up our Christmas decorations yesterday. Tradition is cut weekend Christmas decorations go up in our house. Boxing day, they come down. The, the celebration of Christmas, the more fun is before Christmas. It sucks after Christmas. So they come down straight away after, but we have it all before. So Bella yesterday took a Santa into her room, little swinging toy Santa. So Jude, the three me, Jude, Bella in the room and I'm playing with Jude and I'm watching Bella tell Santa off <laughs> in her role-playing, telling Santa off. Now Santa's not allowed in our house. The real Santa's not allowed in our house because why would you want a stranger in your house? Complete sense. So, no, Santa doesn't come to our house. But the pretend Santa, she's telling off. I said, hey, Bella, are you speaking kind to Santa? In your play, are you speaking kind? So, then she goes, please, Santa. And she puts in her manners. Smart kid. So, then I go, hey, Bella, do you think you could use kindness with your tone? So then she starts to talk to Santa with kindness words, kindness tone, but her face looked like she wanted to kill Santa. (laughs) So then I said, hey, Bella, do you think your face could show kindness towards Santa? To which case we got the full package. Happy face, happy words, nice, kind words. All that to say this. You, me, we, need to treat ourselves with the fruit of the Spirit, talk kindly to ourselves, have patience on ourselves, have self-control on ourselves, love ourselves, and then also to everyone else. And then if Santa was real... Santa could have said to Bella, instead of mummy, Santa could have said, hey, Bella, do you think you could talk to me kindly? Meaning, aka, um, Ainsley, love you, so I'm going to use use the example. If I'm talking meanly to Ainsley, unkindly to Ainsley, she has full permission in this moment to say, hey, Lee, do you feel you're treating me kind? Because I know it's in you. I know you carry kindness, but I'm not feeling it right now. And in my response would be, hey, really sorry. So sorry. I didn't realise that's how I was coming across. Please forgive me. Let's try this again. Through the Spirit, I think is something we don't talk a lot about, but is something that needs to be an overflow from our life in every area. And it's a very easy tool to be able to not grade ourselves because it's not, we're not in school and it's not a competition and God's not marking us. But it's something that we can pull ourselves up and go, hey, am I walking this out? Because it's in here. Am I living it? It's in here. So then Steve Backland on Friday night. We have staff dinner. With Steve on Friday night before the conference, before the staff come over, Steve says to me, "Lee, three words that sum your church up right now." I hate being put on the spot; <laughs> it means I've got to quickly think. I'm like, "Okay, three words." First, three words that came to my mind, therefore came out of my mouth were "shifting team breakthrough." I'm like, "Cool words." Sometimes it's better when you're off guard awesome. I said, this is where I see the church right now. Shifting, team, breakthrough. He goes, awesome. At the staff dinner, he asked the staff, you know, where do you see? Not three words, they only had to do one. Um, But I was shocked in, okay, I'm not the only one feeling this because out of everyone, it all coincided with at least one of my responses. Okay, I'm not the only one feeling this. So as I've been pondering this for over a week, as I've been processing the Lord, shifting, team, breakthrough. I felt like God's saying, how does that apply to your life? Because it's all good for me to say the word for the church is shifting, team, breakthrough. The season we're in is shifting, team, breakthrough. I am part of the church. So it's relevant for my life too. Is it's not just for you. And it's not just for us when we're together. But if the word is for the church, echo church, if that's the season echo church is in, that means that's I have that too. So I felt like God saying, how is that applied to your life? I'm like, okay, good question. Shifting. How does shifting apply to my life? Two weeks ago, Justin Stockman came. And I've been feeling a shift for for a few weeks now. But Justin Stockman came. And um, he only ministered in our school, but he stayed in my house, which meant I spent a lot of time with him, which meant... I was exhausted because <laughs> he asks so many really good questions that annoy me but are so good. And in that, he said, um, we We're talking one night, and Justin and I, he doesn't know I'm, s- I'm sharing this, Justin and I have had a very long, ongoing discussion about tattoos. <laughs> very long, ongoing discussion. And my feelings of it. And one night, because Justin Stockman, I'm going to call him Stockman, because Stockman got a tattoo that obviously brought the discussion to the surface. And so as I share my views on it, which is not biblical, they're personal. So it's not, you know, anything, go tattoos if you've got one, no problem. I've got personal thoughts. Um, Love them. Your body, don't care. Um, But I share my thoughts and as we're talking, it's getting later in the night. Justin goes to bed, wise. So then Stopman goes, Lee, it just sounds like the issue, your points are valid and they make sense. But it actually sounds like there's a deeper issue here. Like, ooh. All right, let me think about it. And as we're talking... he goes i'm not saying therefore you need to change your answer i'm just saying your heart behind it needs to be good to share the- and your answer may always be the answer but your motivation and heart always needs to be pure and i'm sitting there going jeepers The shift in my heart, the shift in my language, the shift in my... Do I still have the same thoughts about tattoos? Absolutely. But in my conversations, in my thought processes, is my heart now from a place that I'm proud of with the fruit of the Spirit, a.k.a. what Jesus would do? Yes. So in the shifting, I really feel like for all of us, for me, for all of us, is that as we, um, as a church in the atmosphere, as we are healthy, as um, our maybe our outward answers, our outward expressions are still the same, but the inside of what God's doing is actually coming from a place of health and a place of wholeness, not a place of hurt, not a place of control, not a place of bitterness, not a place of unforgiveness, but a place of I'm healthy, and I can still disagree I can still not like that but we can talk nicely about it because I'm not trying to win the argument I'm not trying to get my own way breakthrough Um, all I'm going to say about breakthrough because of time is this for those that, that were at school not breakthrough team When Peter Mannis did the reflective prayer at school, he he asked me to be quite vulnerable and I had to share my negative reflective prayer. I didn't have to. He asked me. I said yes. But share my negative reflective prayer. And it came from a situation of I spilt Jude's milk in the microwave. And in that moment, I said, I'm all alone, no one helps me, I'm doing life on my own, I have to do everything, this like, I'm sure I'm the only one that does it, this negative spiral and it was spilt milk, seriously, spilt milk. But in the reflective prayer, God was able to minister to me. And in that, from that moment on, my attitude and my perspective of team has changed. Last year, at the start of last year, when Justin and I shared the vision, again, listen to those podcasts, phenomenal. Um, We shared our heart and our dream of where we see this church. And one of the things that one of us shared was we see 100% of people pitching in and doing it together. No one left out. We all do it. Now, obviously, everyone's on different levels because of different everything life but we're all 100% of people are pitching in and somewhere between the start of last year and not somewhere and my personality I don't know how to do team honest I actually don't know how to do teams I don't know actually how to how do you how do you do it how do you do a team I've actually asked people can you help me learn how to do teams so now I've asked people to help me to actually do the the team stuff because I don't know how to my I, I just don't know And that's fine, because now I've found some people that can help me do it. But that realisation back in a reflective prayer of, oh, I'm trying to do it all myself. And that's not how God ever intended it to be. Team. All right, breakthrough. So my life, I'm a church kid. Always been in church. (laughs) I've been speaking for like 25 minutes. Time goes too fast. I've been in church my whole life. I love the church. I don't think I can say that. like my heart's already going. I love the church, aka God's people. It's his bride. You don't say to some groom, "Your bride's ugly. Your bride's fat." Your bride sucks. You don't say that to a groom. Why would people say that to God about his church? You don't. I love God's church. We're not perfect. We're not right all the time. But we're still his bride. And I love, always have, always will. To the point where I need to learn to put boundaries in place to say no. So I've been raised in church and I've seen a lot of things. Confronting. Things, heard a lot of things. I mean, you read the Bible. If that's not enough to make you go, cheap this is all a bit weird, you haven't read your Bible. <laughs> like, it's a weird. Sorry, no, I said I'm not going to use the word weird. It's uncomfortable and unusual. Uncomfortable. Like, uncomfortable. <laughs> Just read it. The stories are full on. So I've read the Bible. I've read other books from incredible men and women generations ago, history. I've seen things in churches. I've heard things in churches. And I've always been the normal one. I like to say normal because I've never been um, unusual (laughs) with my outward actions. (laughs) So a few years ago when we were at Bethel, And I've shared this with you, but this I feel is the catalyst of where I'm going. I was sitting middle fifth row. Seth dials 80% through his sermon and God says, I want you to go out the front, kneel before me and pray. He's preaching. Now, my church kid history is you do not get out of your chair during church. I can't even go to the toilet during church because my mum and dad, love them, said you don't go to the toilet during church. You go before and after, not during I still to this day can't go during church. <laughs> and so you don't get out of your seat during church. That's, that's my head. And so when God says, get out of your seat and kneel during the sermon, you can imagine what's going on in my heart. Do I obey God or do I listen to my past experiences? So anyway, it was a bit of a moment and eventually I did it and God just did some incredible things in my heart. I just cried, not just, I don't want to demean crying, it's powerful. But I cried and allowed God just to um, take away all those walls and just soften my heart in obedience to him and just an incredible moment. And from there, my heart's cry, well, my heart's cry has always been, God, send me, use me, whatever you say, I'll do, wherever you go, I'll go. I'm sure lots of you have prayed that. But I didn't realise in praying that I also had a prayer of God, but I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to look silly. I don't want to draw attention to myself. So essentially, I almost tied God's hands together without realising it, though, in complete truth, without realising it. So then last Saturday was great. You know, there were some people laughing Saturday afternoon at conference. And, you know, that's fun. You know, I laugh at them because they just look funny. Um, And it's just great for everyone. And then I was talking to my friend Penny on Tuesday. I said to Penny, because she's away, she, uh, in, so she wasn't there. I said, Penny, tonight is going to, I think, be a bit wild. And I knew she was coming. She was just back from holidays. so it's going to be a bit wild. Just warning you. I think it's going to get a bit uncomfortable and unusual. And I'm going to see you do things. And I'm going to film you, because that's what a good friend would do because who doesn't film their friend when they look like a turkey so in today's day and age isn't that what anyway okay maybe just parents do it to their children who knows but um I'm going to film you and so we're laughing on the phone having a good whatever and then just before after worship Justin asked me to you know close worship and introduce Steve and I just shared a few of the full-on Bible stories in there, Jonah in a whale, still cannot get my head around Jonah in a whale and just a few things. I said, tonight I feel it's going to get uncomfortable and unusual and that's okay. It's okay for things to get uncomfortable. If God's in it, it's okay because it's just in the Bible. And so Steve's speaking and about halfway through Steve's message, I'm sitting right where Taz is. And God says to me, I want you to stand up there and start dancing. Now, this is before Steve's talking about dancing. So this is before. So you can't say, Steve's talking about dancing, so it was your own thought. It had, no one has mentioned dancing. It is definitely a God thought. It's not a Lee, you know, just listening to Steve thought. And I'm sitting there. So automatically, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Everything's going on inside of me. And, and as... He said it, my thought went back to Seth when he asked me to kneel. And I just went, okay, in my heart and in my head, I went, I can do this. I've done it before. Dancing's a whole nother level, (laughs) but I can do this. And I'm sitting there, and then I start with, uh, what's everyone going to think? I'm going to distract everyone, because Steve's speaking a brilliant message, and I don't want to distract, like, as if I'm that good to distract everyone from what Steve's doing. You know, I'm not that good. But um, I'm sitting there and my heart's going. And I, I, so I, I, I'm going to do it. Just give me a moment, God. Just, just give me a moment. I'm going to do it. Just give me a moment. So I turned to Justin. I, I'm, I'm just about there. got the courage. I'm just about there. I turned to Justin. I said, Justin, I'm about to embarrass myself. <laughs> And he says go for it (laughs) so I'm like okay here we go so I'm in my seat I've, I've told Justin so he's aware I'm about to go and it's almost like God says I'll help you along the way so my hands start shaking like this both like this I'm just sitting in my seat, so probably most people probably can't see me, probably can, who knows? I've no idea. My hands touch, sho- now this has never, never happened to me bef- before. My hands shake like this, and I'm like, electricity's now running through my body. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, you're not like brain dead. I'm like, all right, is this me? So I'm, I'm now questioning my own motives. Is this me? Am I doing this? Or is this God? This is really weird. Is this me or is this God? All right, I don't want it to be me, so let's try and stop it. And if it's really God, he'll keep going. But if it's just me, I can stop this. So I try and stop it, and then my hands go this way. I'm like, all right, it's not me. It's definitely not me. This is just feeling really weird. And I can't stop it. I'll try one more time. All right, I'll try one more time. I want to make sure it's gone. It's not me. I'll try one more time. So I try and stop this way, and so then my hands go in circles. <laughs> At this point, I've given up. All right, it's definitely not me. God's doing something. I was clearly too slow to dance, so He's uh, getting my body moving for me. Both hands. So I've got both hands going, and in it, He's electricity. Movement, I have no idea. My eyes are closed. I have no idea what's going on. I know in my head I look ridiculous. Like, you look ridiculous. I know. And it's just, I've got no words to describe what was happening other than my whole body inside was just going and my hands were going and everything's going. And then one of the interns, Steve gets in and turns up and he goes, all right, if you feel the Holy Spirit on you, won't you come up the front? I'm like, okay, this is me. Holy Spirit's on me. Clearly, everyone can see. I'm not making this up. I've never done this before. I'm not going to say I hate this because I don't hate it because what God wants to do is the greatest thing ever. And when you're in that place of being exactly where he wants you, where he can do whatever he wants to do, where his hands aren't tied, it's like the greatest place on earth. But I've never felt more uncomfortable in my entire life. So it's this inward of I feel so uncomfortable right now but I'm so excited because I'm right where God wants me and so I'm trying to get up but I can't like I'm trying like they've said come up I'm like okay I know I need to come up but my legs have got so much electricity going through I can't walk so after trying to get up for a while my legs can't step I Swing, you know, where you swing out of the seat. But because my body's like just inside going crazy, I'm walking like this. (laughs) I can't stand up. I'm like, I can't explain it. And then they pray for me. I flop to the ground, for no better word than I flop to the ground. I'm shaking. Then I'm giggling and I'm crying. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say it's on camera. It's filmed, and if you're a student, you can see that video. If you're not a student, ask for a (laughs) favour. Because I'm right in front of the camera. All this to say, God is so good. It wasn't about that I was shaking or that I fell to the ground. It wasn't about any of that. It was 100% about breakthrough in my life, about God. I've never felt more free in my life. I've never felt lighter in my life. It's hard to explain. But I've never felt like I could do anything for God, like I did. My words have always been, God, whatever you want, I'll do it. I've always said it without realising I've had boundaries on it. Tuesday night was the night I realised I'm so sorry I had boundaries. Now I've got freedom. So I could dance and it doesn't bother me. I could laugh and it doesn't bother me. It might be uncomfortable and unusual now for you, but for me, it's the best. If God says jump, I say how high? Because I know the feeling of what it is when you have complete freedom in him. And you don't care what anyone else thinks. Through <laughs> the Spirit being joy. Jeepers, joy. I'm going to finish up here. It, it, church needs to end. Well, it doesn't need to do anything, but out of respect to your time, it needs to end. If you're visiting, can I just say this? If you're visiting or you don't know me that well, like this has never happened, and I'm the most normal human being going around... <laughs> And Penny did film it as well because she's a true friend and that's what friends do. (laughs) But joy. What is it? Did I write the... Yeah, Romans 14, 17. (laughs) For the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. A third of the kingdom is joy. Something Justin has amazingly shared about on and off over the last couple of years I've heard it but I finally hear it yeah you can hear verse time and time and time again but until you experience it it's like when I say um, who the sun sets free is free indeed how many times have we heard that verse in church I'm free Whose sunset's free, that's me, is free indeed. That's me. But have I lived in freedom? No, because I wouldn't get up and dance. Out of fear of man. Now I'm not saying just come up and dance and whatever. When God asks you something, what's your motivation? Is it fear or is it yes, God? Joy. So that's as a church. Laugh with each other. Have fun with each other. See the best in each other. Jeepers, see the best in each other. See the gold in each other. Allow the fruit of the spirit to be our guide. To be our overflowing director, leader. And let's be okay with the unusual and the uncomfortable. Because that's who God is. He's a lot of things. And we don't talk about the unusual and the uncomfortable much. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm just going to... Um, we're going to end church. But uh, what I wanted to do today is... Um, I'm massive on respecting people where they're at. Is that if you want... I'd love to pray for you. Not so you can shake and whatever, but I know the power in breakthrough and I know the power in praying for people. And so for me, it wasn't about the shaking. It was definitely about what God was doing in here. So if anything that I said today resonates with you or you just want to say, God, come and do what only you can do then I'd love to pray for you. Actually, yeah, I'm just going to be like the one-man prayer team today. Is that okay? Prayer team, you've got it off. I'm going to pray for half an hour because, well, God's better than my words. He doesn't need long-winded prayers. Sorry. He loves our heart and he knows where we're at. But if you don't want prayer and you want to go grab a coffee or go home, we're going to end church now. Is that Okay. So um, Josh, we'll just put CD on, let the band have it off. We'll go CD and I'm just going to pray. Father, I thank you so much for what you're doing in Echo Church and what you're doing in our lives as individuals and as a community of believers. I thank you so much that nothing is impossible with you and that you love our heart, you care about our heart. And I pray right now that we'll be a church known out of its fruit, that we're going to live out of the gift and the fruit that you've placed in our lives, that we're going to be healthy people, we're going to live healthy lives with healthy relationships and we won't be afraid of the uncomfortable or the uncomplicated or the, what was the other word? Who knows, you know, unusual. Yeah, let's all stand. In Jesus' name. Thanks, church.